Welcome to Eternal Leadership, a show dedicated to equipping and inspiring leaders to accomplish what God has created in them. I'm Steve Ryder, co-founder and co-host, and today I'm really excited about this interview. John wasn't able to make it today. He's traveling out to California for some military leadership training, I believe with the Air Force again. And so he asked me to take this morning's interview with Dr. Phil Carson. Dr. Carson, welcome to Eternal Leadership. Oh, thank you so much, Steve. It's an honor to to be with you today on the show. I really appreciate the invitation. Well, I'm really excited about this. I told you right before we started recording that um, my wife and I started this journey probably about three years ago. And in fact, when Eternal Leadership first launched three years ago, um, she was in the hospital uh, with pulmonary hypertension, some undiagnosed pulmonary hypertension that raged, nearly took her life. Her heart went from perfect to significantly enlarged with, and failing at a congestive level within three, with, within about six months, period. Mm-hmm. And um, so she had some friends that introduced her to uh, some natural medicine doctors and uh, I, I saw some incredible improvement from her during that time. And then it turned me onto it, and I've been on a journey now for probably the last two years, especially, I'd really say the last year and a half, I've started listening to a lot of biohacker podcasts and natural Mm -hmm. health podcasts and really trying to get my health up to that maximum level. And so reading about your journey from traditional medicine, where you were a medical doctor, to uh, to natural medicine has really fa- it really piqued my interest. And so I'm super excited to have you on. So as John loves to open all the interviews by asking people their story, Dr. Carson, why don't you uh, fill me in on that journey? Fill our listeners in on that journey. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> well, uh, Steve, I'm, I'm actually uh, a doctor of pharmacy, and uh, I was traditionally trained as a pharmacist. And uh, went, uh, you know, right out of pharmacy school into a high pressure uh, job as a assistant manager for a big pharmacy chain store, which a lot of pharmacy graduates do. Uh, they get recruited by these pharmacy chains and they go right out of school, right into work uh, in a high pressure situation. Well, that was uh, my case many years ago. Uh, it's, it's actually worse today than it was then uh, in some regards except for uh, I was using a typewriter instead of a computer back then in 1985. <laughs> Didn't have the, uh, the world of computers at that time. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, so it was a different world back then. But but anyway, it was still uh, very high pressure, very stressful. A year into uh, that uh, job, <clears throat> I was made the manager of the store. And uh, the the manager decided he was – leaving, taking another job, so they just made me manager. Well, I wasn't prepared for that. I thought pharmacy school was stressful, but I learned what stress was all about Yeah. Uh, when I became manager of, of this big store and had a lot of employees and uh, paperwork, uh, you know, galore every day to get into the home office. Uh, there, wasn't, uh, there wasn't a cloud back then uh, to uh, send files through. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was tons of paperwork. But anyway, uh, all that stress began to take a toll on my health. Um, uh, the stress of <clears throat> the job, uh, not eating uh, well, uh, working long hours, uh, eating on the run uh, as I was working, uh, didn't have time for breaks, didn't have time to take lunch. Uh, and so I often ate standing up at the counter, taking the bite as I could. Uh, and <clears throat> I gained a lot of weight. Uh, I was beginning to have uh, develop ulcers. I was taking mm. numerous medications, trying to uh, relieve uh, the discomfort I was feeling, the severe gastritis pain I was suffering from mm-hmm. from time to time, sleeping in a recliner most nights. Mm. <clears throat> so not only was it affecting uh, my health, it was affecting my marriage as a newlywed mm-hmm. uh, as well. Uh, so uh it, it was uh it was tough and the medications i was taking which included drinking a couple of bottles of of liquid antacid almost every day 
um, was giving me some temporary relief, and that was it. So one day I was in a bookstore, and I pick up uh, looking around, and I saw this display of a book on natural medicine. So I picked it up, started thumbing through it. I said, this is interesting. So I bought it. <clears throat> and um, in pharmacy school, I was taught the history of natural medicine, not the application of it. So I started now, now, reading this. Now, now to let, let our listeners know, around yeah. what year was this that, that you picked up that book? Oh, this was uh, uh, 1987 or 80, yeah, around 1987. Okay. Uh, that I picked this uh, picked this book up because that was the uh, uh, that was the year that uh, fortunately I was able to uh, get out of that situation with the chain pharmacy and take a, another job working for a small independent um, <clears throat> pharmacist. So. But yeah, I was around 1987. I graduated from pharmacy school in 1985, and so 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 within a two year period, you you graduated, and then within two years, you're you're going through all these health issues from working mm-hmm. working at this this big conglomerate, if you will, and and all that yeah. stress that that put on your body. Wow. Yeah, yeah. As young when as I graduated, you were, wow. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I was in my 20s when I graduated from pharmacy school. I was in great physical shape. I worked out all the time. Uh, but all that stopped when I had this job where I was working 12, 14 hours a day and uh, a lot of days. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, I went downhill dramatically in my health. <clears throat> but um, anyway, the stress was literally killing me. Is what, uh, and, and it really was. Uh, the, so I had to do something. So I picked up this book and uh, started reading uh, and I found a chapter on digestive health in there. And I started doing what this doctor that wrote this book uh, suggested. Actually, it was written by an MD and his wife, who was a clinical nutritionist. Mm-hmm. They co-wrote the book. And uh, so started following these recommendations and doing the things that he suggested. And uh, it was it was amazing. Uh, I, I found my cure. Uh, all of the digestive issues I was dealing with went away mm-hmm. uh, by applying uh, the natural therapies and using natural products and supplements <clears throat> that uh, these uh, authors of this book recommended. And I found out <clears throat> by something that he recommended in the book, too, that one of the reasons why I was suffering so is because I had a, actually had a medical condition that it gets overlooked. And there are so many people out there that are taking antacids today and taking all these acid-blocking drugs, which I was taking back then, uh, that should be doing the opposite. And that was my case. I was taking, I was doing the opposite of what I should have been doing, uh, because I had a condition known as hypochlorhydria, which is a medical term for low stomach acid. Uh, my stomach was not producing enough stomach acid to properly digest my foods in a timely manner. And that's why I was suffering from reflux and heartburn and indigestion severely. Mm. And, uh, and you put stress on top of that and you put poor eating habits on top of that and it just compounds the, the, the effect. So, <clears throat> um, when I started supplementing with, uh, a particular uh, nutrient that provided me with the type of acid that the stomach produces, it changed my world, changed my life. And I started taking digestive enzymes. I started taking probiotics uh, to replenish the good bacteria that had been wiped out from the stress and the medications I was taking. And uh, I mean, it was a life changing, life saving uh, knowledge that I found in this book for me. And uh, so I started sharing that with other people and telling other people that were suffering, yeah. had similar problems and suffering, and, and they began to apply these things and begin to see the difference in their life as well yeah. uh, and, and would come back to me thanking me for what I told, told them. And uh, uh, with that uh, newfound knowledge and, and seeing these things happen not only with myself but with some of my patients as well, uh, I wanted to learn more. So I started digging in and started uh, looking for ways I could learn more about natural therapies and natural medicine. And I found a company that was uh, teaching courses uh, every uh, month or two. They would uh, host a big conference in different cities across the the country and bring in these doctors and clinicians and teach uh, all weekend long. 
uh, and give and provide you with certifications in different therapies. So I started doing that and <clears throat> gaining all the knowledge I could about natural therapies and natural medicine supplements, uh, all the different things out there and uh, in that world that I was not mm-hmm. familiar with at all uh, at that time. Didn't even know it existed. But uh, I took that knowledge and started applying it and uh, and helping, you know, so many people. And eventually I became known as the natural guru in our town, in our in our community. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So uh, it just kind of kind of transitioned from uh, from there to get me to where I am today, uh, uh, you know, doing what I do with functional medicine. So you are a functional medicine doctor then? I work uh, in a clinic. Actually, yes. I co-founded a clinic with a doctor, an MD friend of mine, um, and uh, we um, we do functional medicine together uh, in our clinic. I work with her and assist her on uh, natural therapies and making yes. recommendations. Doing well, we have a wellness program in our clinic. Uh, it's called the Life Transformation Medical Center, and Life Transformation Wellness is is the name of our wellness program. So we're all about. Uh, helping people transform their lives uh, when it comes to their uh, to their health, body, soul, and spirit. And um, it's uh, it's something that uh, I had dreamed of doing at some point in my life. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, through a series of yeah. a lot of different events <laughs> over over a lot of years, uh, I'm uh, now realizing uh, something that I've dreamed about doing for. Uh, for many years, but it was a long road and a long journey getting there, uh, and a tough one as well, uh, getting there. But uh, uh, but I'm I'm here today and and uh, uh, fulfilling my calling and doing what I love doing. Well, over the last year and a half, I've really been spending a lot of time listening to, especially Bulletproof Radio with Dave Asprey, and Dave oh, yeah. and Dave credits functional medicine for being the key, the number one key that is that brought him to health and really opened him up to a lot of the ideas that he is now teaching on Bulletproof Radio. And so yeah. that piqued my interest significantly. And so I have been, for the last, I'd say probably about four months, been shopping around for various functional medicine doctors here in the Colorado Springs area. Um, I noticed on your website that you do coaching remotely correct yeah i do yeah, i work with people all over the country uh and giving them um you know advice and coaching and counseling uh on uh natural therapies you know people that seek me out are looking for something they can do other than the traditional model of of taking a prescription drug uh you know and it's kind of ironic that you know me being traditionally trained as a pharmacist now i'm helping people get off of drugs or helping people stay off of them uh, if they don't want to get on them in the first place. So, uh, you know, I, I love it. And that's what we do It's part of what, you know, a lot of what functional medicine is, is trying to help people get to the root cause of their problem and addressing the root cause instead of uh, taking a prescription drug to treat the symptoms and cover up the actual underlying problem. And uh, I, I, I love doing investigative uh, type work and, and taking a problem that somebody presents me with and finding a solution, a natural uh, solution. Uh, and, you know, that's what we do. We're, we're solving people's problems and helping them find a way that they can uh, correct whatever is causing them to be sick and, and hopefully do it without having to take some kind of powerful prescription medication uh, as well. So, Dr. Phil, um, what are you, you I, I'm glad that you just kind of um, uh, gave the difference in, in really what a functional medicine doctor does for the listener. Why don't, why don't you uh, set the stage for a couple different kinds of common problems that you'll see and what often the the root causes for those problems are? Yeah. OK. Well, uh, you um, uh, you you talked about one uh, before we ever started the interview today. You told me what a great night's sleep you had, and uh, so many people come to me because they can't sleep, mm-hmm. uh, and they're they're sick, they're miserable, they're depressed, uh, 
because they're not sleeping. They're not getting a good restful night's sleep. And often they're in the bed and their eyes are closed, uh, but they're not really resting. They're not getting a restful uh, sleep. And I have so many people that say, I just can't get sleep. It takes me an hour to get sleep. Once I get to sleep, I may sleep for two or three hours and I wake mm. up having difficulty going back to sleep. Uh, so I, I hear all these sleep problems all the time. Well, one of the major underlying causes uh, of that is stress. Uh, you know, we're all dealing with stress. We live in a, a extremely stressful world right now. They, all the the evil and everything is taking place in our world, uh, and it, it's you know it, it's stress hitting us from all different directions. Though, you know, people have stress in their family, they have stress in their jobs, like I did with this situation I was talking about, uh, my first job out of pharmacy school, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know, the, so you 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 get hit in all different directions from uh, with stress, and it's how we manage that stress. Uh, that makes all the difference in the world. And that's what I teach people, that you've got to manage the stress and stop letting it manage you. But that stress is the one of the major underlying causes of people's sleep issues because there is actually a physiological problem that occurs mm-hmm. when a person is under continual stress. Or maybe it's uh, the stress from a traumatic situation in their life, a traumatic event. With, and it could be something physical. It could be something uh, emotional, like a, a death in the family or a, a divorce, uh, at a you know a physical accident where somebody gets hurt in an accident. All those are things that create uh, stress in our bodies and internal, external stresses mm-hmm. that disrupt the what's called the circadian rhythm, um, and that uh, rhythm of our adrenal glands. Uh, which are two little glands that basically are, are control sleep to a certain aspect, uh, get out of balance and get disrupted. And that rhythm gets off, gets out, uh, disrupted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I see a lot of times is uh, that, uh, and that circadian rhythm I'm talking about is, is the rhythm of dark uh, night and day, daylight and dark. Uh, and our bodies produce certain hormones uh, in relation to that. And, uh, daylight nighttime and at nighttime those hormones are supposed to be at a certain level to induce sleep and that doesn't happen with people who have gotten everything out of balance uh and they find themselves uh you know having difficulty getting to sleep and and then uh, once once they get asleep they don't stay there mm-hmm. so uh <clears throat> that's uh, uh one of the things that we do is we help uh do uh, work, investigative work, so to speak, doing lab tests and those kind of things to find out how bad out of balance a person is. Uh, and then we have to restore that balance uh, to get that circadian rhythm, get that adrenal production, hormone production back in the right rhythm where it's supposed to be. And uh, it's life transforming for people. It really is. When a person uh, calls me up and says, I'm sleeping better than I've slept in years, that excites me uh, and uh, because I know that they're on the, the road to better health now and they're getting things because if we don't sleep, we don't rest. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to be sick in some way. It's eventually going to catch up with us and we're going to see deterioration in, in our health and, and a variety of different aspects. Well, let's let's stay on that topic because I'm sure a lot of listeners right now are are thinking, yes, I'm in that position where I'm not sleeping well. I and it affects my entire day. It when when I oh, yeah. don't sleep well, it affects my entire day the next day. And so, as I've been listening to these biohacker podcasts and such, that has been probably one of my biggest things that I've been trying to hack and trying to improve has been my sleep. And so, Dr. Phil, what are some practical things that people can do right now that can help set the stage for some good sleep? Yeah. Well, this this is something that um, uh, I have on my website. I call it the seven keys for uh, for better sleep. Uh, And I teach this to people all the time. Uh, And I won't go through all seven of them, but uh, these are uh, things that that are 
easy to do for a person to put into practice in their life to help them get uh, better sleep. And that website for people that are li- that are sitting at their computer right now, don't take this down while you're driving. It's carsonnatural.com. Carsonnatural.com. And I tell you, I got to tell you, Dr. Phil, I, as I've been poking around, you have some great resources here on this website from a personal health inventory to seven keys to stress relief, simple sleep plan, seven suggested blood tests. I love it. I absolutely love this site. Yeah. yeah well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And, uh, well, with the, the, the simple sleep plan is those seven keys that I'm talking about that um uh that are available for anybody to go to and get but um one of the the number one things uh with sleep uh is creating the proper environment for sleep uh you know the the room that you sleep in needs to be dark it needs to be cool uh and that's uh, that's one of the, the major disruptors of my sleep now i know when you're married like i am you've got a spouse you've got to deal with when it comes to uh to sleep uh, she's always freezing. I'm always hot. Uh, you know, getting that temperature right in the room to make everybody happy is not always an easy thing to do. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, I suggest, uh, working and trying, <laughs> trying to make that room environment as comfortable as possible, uh, for helping, uh, you know, get to sleep as well as stay asleep. Uh, cause often I wake up at night and I'm, I'm throwing covers off cause I'm hot. Um, <laughs> but, um, uh, uh, got to uh, got to stay comfortable uh, to stay uh, stay asleep. But that's one of the things that, that and having a good mattress to sleep on, you know, making sure your bed is comfortable uh, as well, not just the the, the temperature and, and the lighting. Uh, another thing, too, a lot of people <clears throat> is that uh, they're sitting up at night uh, watching TV or uh, looking at a computer screen, uh, a smartphone. Uh, tablet, whatever it is, and that blue light is entering their eyes. Well, that blue light is telling the brain that it's still daytime. Uh, and so the brain doesn't know that, hey, it's nighttime. I'm supposed to be uh, triggering all the release of all these hormones uh, to induce sleep. So uh, I tell people uh, either at least an hour before bedtime, shut off that blue light, um, lower all the lighting in your house uh, so you are triggering your brain to know that it's nighttime and it can start producing uh, the hormones that are needed for sleep. Uh, you know, uh, melatonin uh, being one of those. And a lot of people take melatonin to help them get to sleep. Sometimes they don't need it. And sometimes it doesn't work because they don't need it. Uh, their brain is uh, producing sufficient amount of melatonin. You just uh, need to uh, trigger the brain to be able to produce it uh, as it's supposed to uh, so that it knows that it's nighttime <clears throat> but um, blue light is a big is a big thing with a lot of people now uh, a little biohacking tip here there is a uh, an application if a person wants to uh, read before they go to bed and they enjoy doing that and it relaxes them that's wonderful because it is a great stress reliever uh, reading uh, you know before bedtime so there's a Flux, F-L-U-X, is an application you can download onto your computer or to your uh, uh, your tablet or whatever that blocks that blue light uh, so that you can, you can continue to do uh, enjoyable things like reading at nighttime without affecting uh, the production of your hormones. F-Lux, F.Lux is, is uh, the website, and I am a gigantic fan of 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 it. In fact, I think I was introduced to it two years ago when I was at Heaven in Business in Reading by uh, the the former CEO of Bethel Media. And I've had that on my computer. And in fact, Dr. Phil, I, I have I have flux turned on on all my computers 24 seven. I, I, I have I have that blue light filtered during the day and then at night it really cranks up and it um, help it, it, what it does is it gives your computer kind of an amber color to it and and um, a really a, just a warm color and so I, I'll use it on like for example on my phone I have for for iPhones it's it's under night shift 
Yeah. And and from my night shift, I have it turned on 24 seven. In fact, I, I, I have it. And, and the way in which you do that, you, you can set it for to start shifting at sunset and then and then it'll turn off at sunrise. I just I th- that blue light is so harsh. I've, I've found that it's just so harsh on my eyes. I have night shift turned on on my phone. 24 seven and I do so by setting it to to turn off at three in the morning and then turn back on at 301 when I'm not looking at my phone and, yeah. and so uh, so I highly recommend uh, night shift on your iPhone and then for your computers and your Android tablets and devices flux uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of it but you mentioned one of the things that you mentioned was a nice cool room I don't know if you've ever I don't know if you've ever seen this, but if you go to bedjet.com, um this was featured on Shark Tank and what it does is it actually um blows air. It, it's it's this pad you put underneath your mattress and you can say you can get a dual zone so that way if your wife likes likes her bed at a certain temperature and you like yours at a different temperature, at a cooler temperature specifically, you can set the temperature that it's it's it pumping air into your bed so that way you can cool down your bed at a different uh temperature than your spouse and yeah. i i've i've been very interested in the idea of something to help keep my bed cooler at night and that's one that just came across my my Facebook feed just last week, and I'm I'm really interested in that one. There are some other ones that that use cooled water that that they that they'll it'll pump underneath you and uh, mm-hmm. and 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 help keep you cool that way. But um, bedjet.com. So, Doctor Phil, you might you might have something you can yeah you, you can check out and possibly recommend to your future clients. There you go. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'll check that out. So any so th- I'm glad you covered those two. Any other? You, you said you have seven tips. Give one more tip for uh, the eternal leadership listeners on on better sleep. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, another one is uh, something that I mentioned with the reading is de-stressing. You know, uh, before you uh, go to bed, uh, a lot of times you know we we got stressful days, stressful jobs, and we need to calm our bodies down, relax. Uh, and you know some of the de-stressing techniques and, and exercises and things uh, can be helpful. One of those uh, is moderate uh, exercise, doing some uh, you know some stretching, uh, that kind of stuff uh, before bedtime, just to kind of relax the body and prepare the body uh, for sleep. Uh, and sometimes uh, I will do those things when I've had an extremely a stressful day and I'm just kind of tense and, and, and need to relax and calm down before, before bedtime. Uh, you definitely don't want to go to bed all tensed up and, and, mm-hmm. and not relaxed. Uh, so whatever it takes for you, you know, uh, stretching exercises, uh, maybe doing some light yoga exercises, those kind of things, uh, some deep breathing exercises, uh, sitting down and reading that, uh, uh, book, just, uh, praying, meditating, things that relax you and, and help prepare you for sleep. That's awesome. Um, one thing I would suggest for listeners would be to get uh, an app called Sleep Cycle. I have it on my iPhone and I have the ability to um, to be able to track different things that I'm doing. Like for example, I have an infrared sauna just right outside my office and I'll, I'll sit in there four to six times a week for 45 minutes at a time. And I'll track whether I do the sauna in the morning, the afternoon or the evening. And that way I'll be able to tell how it affects my sleep. And right now for me, my sleep is about 7% better when I do the sauna in the afternoon, uh, 4% better when I do it in the morning and 1% better when I do it in the evening. So one of the things that I'll often do is I'll take a break in the afternoon wrap up things here early and uh, go sit in the sauna for 45 minutes and just kind of read or pray or um, or just sit there and just kind of relax for that 45 minutes in, in the infrared sauna. And that has helped my sleep. And when I do it in the afternoon, 7% better. That's awesome. Yeah. So let's go to stress. 
And you mentioned that there are simple ways in which, in fact, on your website, it is uh, seven keys to stress relief. Um, Give our listeners three practical ways to help kind of relieve that stress in their life. So that way uh, they'll be sleeping better and just feeling better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> absolutely. Well, uh, we, we've actually mentioned uh, some of those uh, in our in our conversation you know, about sleep. Uh, but, um, you know, one of the uh, the best stress relievers that I uh, recommend to people is deep breathing. Uh, and, and this is something that I practice occasionally uh, myself. I get really stressed. I'm having, uh, you know, everything just kind of uh, hits you at once. And I tell people. If that happens to you and you're really stressed out, stop. Just stop what you're doing. Go somewhere. Get in a closet. Uh, get in a bathroom stall or something. Go some, somewhere so people don't think you've lost your mind when I when you do what I'm telling you to do. And that's stand up, lift your hands up, and just take some deep breaths. Open up your chest cavity. Inhale, exhale uh, uh, slowly, fully. And it's amazing how that relaxes you and calms you down. And uh, I add one little component to that uh, uh, because I'm, I'm a big uh, uh, believer in affirmations and, and speaking things out of what you want. Uh, and uh, as I'm exhaling, I say, I'm blowing this stress away. Hmm. I'm blowing it away. And um, <clears throat> so that's that's something easy. For somebody to do, and it's amazing how uh, what a difference uh, it, it can make. Uh, another thing is physical exercise. Uh, that's a great de-stressor. Uh, I work out on a regular basis, uh, but uh, sometimes if I've had a stressful day, just taking a walk, uh, and that's one of the things that I've always done uh, or I've done for quite a few years now as a de-stressor. Uh, I live out in the country, and I've got a long country road that I can walk up and down, uh, and uh, hardly any traffic. It's quiet. It's peaceful, uh, wooded area. It's beautiful, and oh man, it's a great de-stressor. And I walk up and down the road, uh, and uh, actually uh, are doing doing more than one stress relieving exercise or technique at the same time because as i'm walking i'm getting that physical exercise which is a great stress reliever but i'm also spending time uh praying and meditating as i walk which is another so that's another thing i tell people if you want to de-stress uh you know spend some time in prayer spend some time uh you know meditating on god's word uh or meditating on uh, you know, positive uh, things and positive thoughts and, and uh, the good things in your life and being grateful and being thankful, uh, those kind of things that you can uh, meditate on that will help tremendously in relieving stress. Now, Dr. Phil, I, when you bring up that word meditation, I guarantee you there are going to be people in our audience that that's a major yeah, – their spidey senses go up because they're, they're – yeah. They've been taught that meditation is wrong. So explain the difference between the the kind of mindfulness meditation that you're talking about versus transcendental meditation and, and those things that really we should be staying away from as, as Christians. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, I'm glad you brought that up, Steve, because that is something that, uh, you know, a lot of times I'll talk to people about meditation and get these funny looks because people have, you know, these certain ideas and misconceptions about, uh, about meditation. And it's true. There are some types of meditative practices out there that, uh, uh, you, we get into what they call Eastern mysticism and those kind of things, which I, I tell people to avoid, to stay away from for sure. Uh, but you know, what I'm talking about is, uh, primarily is meditating on God's word and uh, meditating on the things of God and things that he tells us. And the Bible talks about meditation and talks about uh, that we should meditate on God's word. Uh, and uh, the uh, the good things in our lives. Uh, one of the things that 
that I do, you know, quite often you can take a particular uh, verse or scripture and just sit and just think on that. And, then, you know, it's more uh, the, the meditation I'm talking about is is, is not just uh, zoning out and like you're getting into another world or something, so to speak, but uh, you're actually thinking on what is being said, the words that are there uh, and uh, taking a particular uh, thought and just uh, thinking on that and med- uh, meditating on it is, uh, to me, is uh, analyzing that thought and thinking, what does this mean to me? What What is God saying here? Uh, and asking yourself these questions uh, and uh, just kind of digging in a little bit deeper into the message there uh, in the word a lot of times to me that's uh, that's what I'm talking about as as far as that type of uh, meditation uh, and also just being still and being quiet uh, and and listening uh, uh, that's uh, sometimes we just need that's a form of meditation as well where we just we just stop and we just get still be quiet Listen, sometimes I'll sit out on my front porch uh, early in the morning or late in the evening and uh, and I listen. I listen. Uh, basically, what I'm listening to God, I'm listening to him speak because I'm hearing all of his creation around me speaking. Uh, the, the sounds of the crickets, uh, the sounds of the hoot owl out in the woods, the wind blowing through the trees. Uh, that's you know uh, that's the voice of god to uh, and just the 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 peace and the calm that can come over you sometimes just sitting there listening uh, uh in a uh, and to me that's that's a form of meditation as well that's fantastic now you talked about this earlier when you talked about your journey here and you mentioned improving gut health Back in the yeah. late, back in the late '80s, I mean, this is something that's recently I, I've been seeing really become a big thing. So, for you to be focused on your gut health back in the late '80s, that that had to be some really groundbreaking stuff that really very very few people were talking about. So, talk yeah. about explain to the listener why gut health is so important for everything in our body. Oh man. Thank you so much for asking about that because that's something that I'm very passionate about because I've seen what a, uh, what a difference has made with me personally, but so many other people as well. And you're so right, uh, Steve, back in the eighties, I started talking about probiotics. I was blowing people's minds. They they didn't know what a probiotic was. And I had people uh, that would, I would tell them about it and they'd go ask their doctor about it and the doctor wouldn't have a clue what they were talking about. Oh, I don't, you don't need probiotics. That's just a bunch of hogwash. You know, uh, you know, uh, that's, it doesn't matter about all that kind of stuff. Uh, but, you know, they knew otherwise because it was making a difference in, in, in their health and in the symptoms they were experiencing. Uh, but, yeah, it is something that I have learned more and more over the years uh the importance of gut health and having a healthy gut because that's our life flow uh, is in the gut. Uh, you know, all the, the nutrients uh, that we consume uh, passing through our digestive system uh, have to be properly digested, properly assimilated. Uh, and uh, one of the extreme, I mean, one of the very important things there that helps with that is what I mentioned earlier that I started taking is those probiotics. Uh, and having uh, healthy, what, the, what we call healthy gut flora, the good bacteria that live within our gut <clears throat> that uh, are extremely important in our overall health. A lot of people don't realize this and know this. Uh, you mentioned um, uh, uh, earlier before we started uh, recording about uh, autoimmune problems and uh, our immune system, uh, 60 to 70 percent of our immune system is around the gut. So if we don't have a healthy gut, it can affect our overall immune system in a lot of different ways. So that's one of the most important reasons uh, to have a healthy gut is to keep your immune system strong and healthy. Uh, 
<clears throat> and so I talk to people about that uh, uh, all the time and stress that. But another thing, too, and more and more research is showing this, uh, and I, I discovered this back in the, uh, in the late 80s, uh, right when I started learning about all these kind of things and started sharing this information with people and saw some transforming things happen with people uh, dealing with um, emotional and um, I guess what you would uh, call these brain disorders, uh, so to speak. They're really, they're really, uh, they're not, you know, uh, real medical conditions. They are uh, disorders uh, such as ADD and ADHD, uh, sometimes autism. Uh, all of those things are affected by gut health, uh, and I've seen that so many times over the years uh, with people that would uh, clean up their gut, get everything working properly uh, with their gut, restore gut health, and those problems go away. Uh, I've had kids that I've worked with over the years that were diagnosed with ADD or ADHD, uh, would, uh, would put them on uh, certain supplements, clean up their diet, get them off of certain you know high sugary foods and different things like that. Uh, and they would go from being a failing student to uh, an A and B student. And their behavior would totally change. Um, it was uh, amazing. And I, I learned a lot of that from an old pediatrician uh, that uh, discovered the connection between gut health and brain health. And now there's research out there uh, being done uh, on an ongoing basis showing uh, that connection because there are two nervous systems that we have in our bodies, the central nervous system uh, that controls uh, the brain. And then there's a nervous system around the gut as well that has an effect on the brain. So when you have a disrupted gut, it can actually uh, disrupt the function of the brain. And so that, uh, that's something that uh, <clears throat> this uh, research uh, is showing that there is a direct connection there. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but if I remember correctly, dopamine and serotonin are actually produced in the gut, correct? That's right. So, so those, those, the dopamine and the serotonin, which go between the brain cells and, and help, you know, create calmness, serotonin yeah. cre helps create calmness and dopamine really helps create just good feelings and gumption. Really, yeah. I mean, it, uh, so though that that to me was really fascinating to to hear uh, that your gut health really can uh, affect e even things like depression and mm -hmm. uh, and and those kinds of issues. And and I've noticed that as I've been really focused on the last year improving my gut health. Um, the, the those things, especially depression, really have have not. I wouldn't say gone away completely, but have really become very a lot better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and they will. And that's so true. Yeah, that um, that enteric nervous system that I'm talking about that's 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 around the gut and and it controls the gut and all the gut functions um, <clears throat> is you know directly connected with the central nervous system. And uh, so one analogy I use a lot of times with people to help them get a better understanding of what we're talking about here and this is that, you know, you, you think about um, sometimes we, we get nervous about things. Say if you got to get up and you speak in front of a crowd or you got to do something, go to a job interview or whatever, you, you, you get uh, uh, nervous. And what does it affect? It affects your gut. Uh, you know, Sometimes people get so nervous they throw up or, uh, you know, uh, they end up with a case of diarrhea. Uh, you know, there was nothing wrong. It was the it was the, what was going on in the brain, those thoughts, those those uh, apprehensions, the stress that that's going on in the brain had a direct effect on the gut function. And then the other uh, side of that is that these medications that people take for you mentioned depression. A lot of people on antidepressant drugs, antipsychotic drugs, anti-anxiety drugs. What's the number one side effect of all those drugs? Makes it worse. It's gut, it's gut issues. 
people in ooh, constipation, diarrhea, yeah. stomach pain. That's side effects of it. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Uh, there's, that shows the interconnectedness of those two nervous systems. That's fascinating. Well, Dr. Phil Carson, um, this has been really, I, I'd honestly say, my favorite eternal leadership interview that I've ever done. And wow. we're, we're on past 100, episode 150. So uh, we, we, we've done a lot of these. And so um, uh, what I would recommend our listeners to do is go to your website, carsonnatural.com and on there is a there's all kinds of different resources poke around and um uh take a look at all the all the various uh, resources in fact if you click on the education tab and you go to resources there you'll be able to go see like the personal health inventory uh like seven suggested blood tests uh we were talking about sleep earlier so the simple sleep plan stress assessment and seven keys to stress relief and seven big toxins that that one is one that i before the interview went and i checked out and got it and i was very surprised that um one of your seven toxins as 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 bad a press as it's been getting lately i'm surprised you didn't have gluten on there yeah 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 uh <clears throat> gluten is uh is something that um Definitely affects a lot of people and affects uh, affects that gut health. Uh, so uh, it is um, something that I see more and more uh, with people in the testing that we do uh, having gluten sensitivities and gluten issues. Yeah, and uh, but, the but, inflammation that it causes uh, uh, in the gut can cause a lot of people problems for I, sure. I, I'm glad to see that you don't say it's a problem for everyone. And uh, no. That, that there are certain people that have uh, have a problem. I, I for one, was one that didn't have a gluten problem until really, really, until recently. Um, I, I, as part of an elimination diet, completely cut it. And I've noticed that as I, if, if, if I go and I have two slices of deep dish pizza, the next day I'll feel just a strong headache from that. And so... Um, one of the things that I've done, I don't, I don't know your thoughts on it. One of the things that I've done is I found a, um, a an enzyme on Amazon called gluten block. And I'll yeah. take, I'll, I'll take two of those enzymes. And like last night, I, I, usually one day a week, I'll, I'll splurge and I'll have a big cheeseburger or I'll have pizza or something. And I found that two of those gluten blocks really kind of help. And last night I, I had a, a number of slices of pizza because we got home late and we just wanted to make something relatively easy. And uh, so it, it I'm feeling awesome right now. And yeah. where, whereas two weeks ago, before I got the gluten block, I had two slices of deep dish pizza and I've, I had a really strong headache the next day. And, yeah. and and I've I've been able to uh, to find that correlation between the headaches that I've been dealing with and and certain food insensitivities, and uh, I've been working as of late to try and figure that out. So, CarsonNatural dot com is the website, and uh, there is a spot on there, uh, work with me tab, and coaching. And one of the things I saw on here, Dr. Phil, is that you offer a free non-committal 15-minute session to any prospective client. So talk yeah. talk a little bit about that 15-minute session and and how you can help our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Steve. Yeah. Well, one of the things I do with that uh, is, you know, kind of get a feel of what a person is looking for uh, and if uh, if we are a fit for working together. Uh, or not. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of people out there that I work with and coach, uh, they're looking for certain things, uh, that I can help them with. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things we determine in that 15 minute call. Uh, if it's something that, um, I determine, Hey, I can't help you with this. You're going to need to see somebody else. Then I'm going to refer you to somebody else. That is awesome. So the website is carsonnatural.com. Check out Dr. Phil Carson. And in fact, Dr. Phil, I'm going to take you up on that 15-minute 
consultation because uh, I, I've been looking for a functional medicine doctor locally. And because you work with people remotely, I want to check you out. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for being on this episode, Dr. Phil. Yeah, all right. Thank you, Steve. I really enjoyed it. And I, I really appreciate uh, you know, what, uh, what you and John do. You've got a great podcast and uh, uh, I pray y'all uh, uh, keep putting it out there to everybody. It's awesome. Thank you. And I noticed I haven't had a chance to check it out, but I noticed you have a podcast as well. Tell, tell the uh, listeners about that. Yeah, I, I do. I, I started podcasting about a year and a half ago. Uh, it's called the feeling good podcast. And primarily I answer, uh, people's questions, uh, health related questions, uh, and give them, uh, natural alternative solutions, uh, to, to whatever problem is they're dealing with. And occasionally I bring on uh, a guest and, and do an interview. Uh, so, uh, it's a lot of fun. Enjoy doing it. Enjoy sharing the information and things that I've learned over the years and things that can help people naturally. Well, there are so many things that I want to talk to you about that I'm going to have you back on probably three to six months. So uh, listeners, if you liked what you heard today, email me steve at eternalleadership.com. That's steve at eternalleadership.com. And uh, let me know your thoughts about talking a little bit about health once in a while here on the show, because like I said, this is something that I've been passionate about. And so for those of you that this has resonated with, give me a shout. So thank you, Dr. Phil, and we'll look forward to next time. All right. Thanks so much, Steve. I really appreciate it. If you're interested in some of the topics Dr. Phil Carson and I talked about on today's episode, be sure to check out our show notes for all those links. Eternalleadership.com slash 184. That's eternalleadership.com slash 184. Or you can just click the link embedded in the summary of this MP3. And like I said at the end of this interview, if it resonated with you, hit me up, steve at eternalleadership.com, and let me know. This has been a journey for me the last number of years, but a real focus the last year and a half as I've been trying to get more energy, get better sleep, better focus, and just hack my biology so I can do more in less time. And the feedback that you found this content useful would be much appreciated. Thanks. For John Ramstead, I'm Steve Ryder. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Eternal Leadership. Eternal Leadership.